Hey, welcome to What Are We Doing, a podcast from The Highlander. Ivan Ingram is a candidate from Minden Hills, Ward 1. I chatted with Ivan about his vision for Minden Hills and his plan for tackling hot button issues in the township. Suppose to start off, could you just introduce yourself? I'm Ivan Ingram, uh, 58 years old, married, uh, born in Newmarket, raised in in uh, Halliburton County since 1968. Uh, finished school in, in uh, Halliburton. You want to go back that far? Sure, yeah, okay. as far back as you want. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, left Minden when I was 17 after graduating from high school. Worked for a company named McAsphalt Industries for five years. Uh, I left that job to, uh, to pursue a job with the township. It was the parks manager back in uh, 1988. I got hired as the parks manager. Uh, worked for the township for 31 years. Retired. Uh, have uh, pretty much dealt in every uh, department going. I've, I've dealt with uh, parks, obviously. Uh, when the park season was slow, we worked in the arena. So we have that experience in the arena as well. Um, worked for the roads for several years. Uh, got into water and sewer after uh, the, the staff member retired from that job, Don Booth. And uh, worked my way up from there to environmental and property operations manager. And then retired in, in uh, 19. And that's what I was really interested in kind of starting off with, because as you mentioned, you've kind of had a taste of all these different uh, parts of Minden Hills. What did you learn about the township uh, throughout your over 30 years of of working here? 30 years of work? Well, I got to be honest, uh, from the day I started to the day I retired, my heart was totally into the township. Uh, Did a lot of things over the years. I'm looking at this retaining wall. We replaced that with the public works program back in 91, I believe it was. Replaced all the riverbanks a long time ago. Built two ball diamonds, lit and fenced. uh, Built washrooms at the ballpark, things like that. My relationship with people is excellent. Anything I've done, I've done for for the better of the community. Uh, I know that's a big, you know blow your own horn but the reality is council allowed me throughout the years through my budgets and grants and 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 other initiatives to go ahead and do those projects and and we've done a lot with uh with um i'm gonna get off that because i just forgot what i was gonna say yeah, there. yeah no but problem. uh the reality is right now today the town's growing the county's growing at, a, at an immense rate, and I think it calls for us to uh, adapt to those those needs because they're going to expand. Obviously, I'd, I'd, there hasn't been a census done here. I don't think an accurate one, anyway, in recent years. But the fact of the matter is, is you can see it for more months of the year of people moving up and and turning their cottage into a, a, a year long residence, and those people are coming here with the expectation of needs they had in the city. I'm not saying we have to be a city by any means, but I think we need to to move things along, get back up to pace. We seem stale. And I'll compare us to Halliburton in, in one respect, and that is Halliburton, Dysart et al., has something going on almost every weekend of the year. Minden does not. 
I think we need to change that. I think we need to get people back out and and enjoying the town and 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 the assets that we have here, and also bring more people in. And what what specifically do you think would help accomplish that, or what specifically has been done in the past to, as you said, kind of make the town feel stale to you? Can you identify any particular decisions or anything in the past that's kind of led to this? I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to bash the council because council is a is a very difficult situation to be in, especially in a small town. You know everybody and and. Uh, and their needs. Um, some of the things I, I think we really need to look at right now is short-term rentals. Um, I'm all for them in the regard if they're regulated. Problem I have is is a lot of these SD, SDRs are uh, are renting them out without the awareness that there's maybe 10 or 15 or 20 people coming to that resident. We're doing a septic inspection program and it kind of negates that work when you're allowing people to use a septic that isn't built for that. So there's definitely some regulations. SDRs I think are a hot topic in that they they have the potential to take away from housing of local people because SDRs are a profit-making venture. There's no doubt about that. What we need is affordable housing and I'll say attainable housing it's not attainable if it isn't affordable. Seniors are struggling with homes. I've seen a lot of people move into apartments because they just can't afford the maintenance on a home anymore. Kids like yourself, your age, I don't know how you're possibly going to get a house. So if SDRs don't take away from that or if SDRs can be used as, as a method of housing local people, the profit may not be there as much, but there still is room to gain money and people can afford to save and and hopefully one day buy a house. So it sounds like what you're saying is uh, by regulating short-term rentals you think more more people could kind of live here long-term become community members and then kind of contribute to that community feel that you say you kind of want to bring back? Ah, well said. Yeah. And I guess on that topic of affordable housing in Halliburton County I think almost every councillor I've talked to and every every person up here as well as mentions that affordable housing is a huge issue. Uh, do you have any ideas, other, other ideas or solutions to kind of combat this problem? Or when you kind of think about being on council, um, what specifically would you do to kind of help? Well, there are some ideas. I'm only one person, but I can certainly bring the, the thought to the table. I like the idea of uh, small homes. They're affordable. Again, they just need to be regulated. And uh, my wife it works for the township. She's a bylaw enforcement officer and permit clerk. She's seen, and I'm seen, I've seen it. Oh, I lost my train of thought again. I've got so much on my mind. Oh, no worries, there's a lot to mention, but you were talking about uh, small houses. Small houses, yeah. uh, which means probably less lots. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, again, it needs to be regulated. It has to be set to a standard. I think that that particular subject is we need provincial help at a level where we can put in more lower income housing, medium income housing. I mean, we're a poor, we're a poor county. That makes things affordable for people. And I see it as uh, being able to be regulated. Yeah, and I guess on that, you mentioned medium income and, you know, a lot of people are lower income. Uh, it's one of the poorest areas in, it is. in Ontario. Um, do you have any ideas or would you want to approach the, the situation of poverty in the Highlands 
Um, what comes to mind when you think of addressing that on council? That's a big one. Um, the needs there, we, we all know that at a county level, at a municipal level, I think we have to bring ideas to the table that, that like small homes, like encouraging people that have cottages to, to adapt them for apartments possibly. Um, I know a lot of people in town would love to have a, have a lot of basements that are completely empty. Although the zoning bylaw doesn't allow them to put in facilities that, that could uh, meet their needs. Yeah. Okay, like a, like a, a second kitchen in the basement. Mm. Things like this. I think we have to look at those things, the zoning bylaw in particular, and, and allow people to open their homes. It's, it's solving two issues, really. It's, it's giving the homeowner income if they choose to do that, and it's giving people a home to live in. And I think, that's a, I think that's a big part of it. We have to get places. There's not enough places, so we, we've got to either build something or, or get a plan in place where we can say to a homeowner, if you want to do renovations, we're behind you 100%. They have to meet certain expectations. Um, yeah. And there's uh, some difficult situations in regards to housing, and I'm thinking about in Halliburton, for instance, on Grass Lake, um, there yeah, a proposal of, of uh, you know exploring the idea of condos, and a lot of people nearby people are really unhappy about that and how it might impact the local ecosystem. It seems like in Halliburton in, in particular, or Halliburton County in particular, yes. a lot of issues surrounding um, you know uh, balancing housing with a respect for the natural environment. When you think about those situations in Minden, if there are you know large apartment complexes proposed or um, other kind of project that seems like they would meet the need for housing. How would you go about uh, determining the community consensus on, you know, how you'd vote on that kind of topic? You know, balancing uh, the natural environment with the need for housing. Absolutely. Um, I mean, our, I was reading an article this morning on an iceberg breaking away from Antarctica that could raise the levels of the sea or the oceans by three to ten feet over the coming years. Big environmental issues here. The lake issue is a problem. There's the NIMBY uh, mentality in some places, not my backyard. I think we have to make it so that people, if in, in Minden, I don't think you'll see a, a building much taller than the one across the street, basically because we don't have the fire fighting abilities. We don't have a ladder truck if, if necessary thing. When you, when you, approach the provincial government for funding it's it's kind of stalled right now we'll say i know the complex out here at uh, highway 35 and m1 or 21 is stalled for that reason there's no money plans are all in place it's all been approved by council but nobody's building because there's no money morning. The, morning the provincial government's got to start putting money back into the smaller communities i mean they're they're building houses in the city like crazy but they're not building a theater and they're not they're not supporting us so i think at that level i like our our mayor and our, our deputy mayor on uh county council have to deliver that message and then deliver it to the ministers that that are applicable for those certain things morning, morning. how are you guys good sorry
And I know the the Highlands growth has been weighted in older demographics. I know we're talking about how many people have moved here, but so many of those people are in an older age group, and the population of younger people hasn't really been growing at the same rate. Um, do you think this is something that should the township should be concerned about, or is it something that should be addressed and talked about, or do you think that kind of will iron itself out over time? When you look ahead at the Highlander or the Minden Hills demographics, right. so I'm see? thinking what we have to do is somehow attract people to the community. There's plenty of full-time jobs out there. I just don't see people actually filling them. The township's another one that is having a lot of problems keeping their staff. I mean, it's a skeleton crew to when I worked there. And there's so much more to do now than when I was there. Not to get off subject, but when we do a project, say for example, the arena, or something along that line. I think we have to look to the future in that, how are we gonna pay for this facility with the staff we currently have? You can't, you've offered you've offered a, facil- a wonderful facility, but there's no one to man it. I still can't get my mind around how people are quitting full-time township jobs and leaving. I don't get it. We need to get something in here. Whether it's business, I, th- I think the businesses are here. I'm not sure what that problem is exactly. And, and that's something I want to look into further. But I don't understand it because I know, like, I don't know if it's the mentality of the new generation or what it is. I've seen a change over my 31 years. I can see a change in how people work and, and what they expect from work. Um, I think we need to get a succession plan in place for our for our staff because I mean we got senior people leaving that have a lot of experience but we've got no one trained or, or ready to take their place. A lot of those jobs go outside. I'd like to see more jobs inside. I'd like to see uh, people promoted within if they have the qualifications or if they have the experience that makes up for those qualifications. I, I think that's very important that people are recognized, not for not necessarily for their schooling. You, you, uh, you acknowledge that, but I think time in has a big play like, on, on, on how the, the, the township's gonna function and, and function effectively. I mean, we, I won't get into that. Yeah. Well, I guess on that topic, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention, you're talking about maybe attracting younger people by providing township jobs and looking at that structure. Minden Hills has had, you know, exceedingly high staff turnover compared to the other four townships in Halberton County. Um, Do you have any understanding of of why this is? And if so, or even if not, when you're on council, um, how would you work towards, like you said, developing a, a succession plan or just investigating why so many senior staff have left? definitely want to look into the to why why staff is left and why staff aren't staying I just don't understand there's a pension with that job there's health care there's I mean it's inviting I, I jumped at it I took a $18,000 pay cut to come from the city to get the job just to live back here mm-hmm. so I think there's a there's a method we could we could do possibly a, an online poll I'd like to do an online poll anyway. I mean, 
the people that want change and, and want new things done in Minden and area, they don't, you know, they could phone me and tell me what the, what their issues are done. I'll take it to council and we'll, and we'll deal with it at that level. But at the same time, you have to be able to let people, uh, oh, what's the word? They kind of like have their say? Are you talking about... Let, yeah, like as far as put on some issues. LTR is an issue. Or, yeah, LTRs are an issue. Mm. Staffing's an issue. Sea uh, cans, trailers. Again, that's another issue. Sea uh, cans. Mm. We don't allow them in Minden Hills, but there's well over a hundred, as you've probably seen in your travels. Let's make them. Let's let's try and make them usable, mm. but also make them blend into their surroundings. So take an old ratty sea can, regulate how it can be put, where it can be put, and it has to look like this. It has to match, it's like a, similar to a subdivision, is they all have to follow a certain rule, right? So I think if we did that, a couple things are going to happen. Definitely want to look into the, the uh, trailers. I know there's people living in trailers in Kent's year round. Wood stoves and pop-up tents. It, it's not acceptable. It has to be fixed. Um, and that's, I think, the, I just want to pause on that point because I think uh, most counselors would probably say the same thing as you, but they haven't found a fix for it. I think we regulate them. As far, are you talking about the sea cans? Yeah, or sea cans, or, or I mean, even people leaving in tents as well. Um, yeah. Again, if, if, if we can regulate, I don't agree with tenting. Mm. Uh, obviously not a good way to live in the winter up here. Mm -hmm. Trailers, I don't have a problem with trailers either, so long as they're blended in. Yeah. And and certain specs are met. Septic, mm -hmm. I think you have to have a septic. If people want to use that as a, a living space for the summer months, they have to meet the requirements. And we'll make those requirements, and we have to enforce them. That, again, is another story. Enforcement. We have bylaws with the township of Minden Hills that we can't even enforce. We don't have the staff. Mm. You can't pass bylaws that you can't enforce. It's 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 dumb. Yeah, on that uh, on that note, I know, I know you have a unique perspective being a staff member for yeah. so long in Minden Hills. Um, one thing there's been a lot of complaints of has been uh, the time it takes to process certain files. So I'm thinking of a, a, a rezoning application that took over 14 months uh, to, to be pushed through. Um, when you think about those kind of uh, challenges, they do relate to staffing because the, you know, the planners are, are contracted as well. Um, when you think about planning in particular, is there anything you'd want to change in how Midden Hills is, is dealing with it? I'd like to hire a full-time planner and an assistant to take the place of that planner when he's on holidays or mm -hmm. sick or whatever. I can't see... Just by reading the paper... Mm -hmm. We got a 60% increase on the planner's costs mm -hmm. that the quote was 750 an hour. I think we have to hire someone that's qualified a few years in. And in my opinion, prior to uh, the consultants taking over, the job was getting done better than it is now. It shouldn't take 14, it, it shouldn't take any time at all. 
that process has stalled because you have so many different people for the consultant looking at these plans, taking twice, three times, four times as long as it should. And I say get rid of them. Get the people that live here and have an idea what's going on in this town. These people are all from Peterborough and area. I mean, Peterborough's a similar area, not urban-wise, but uh, we're much smaller. But I think we need to hire our own staff and pay them a wage that will get them to stay here. It's just, I mean, it, you want the job, but paying seven fifty an hour for every time they work on something, it takes fourteen months to get something through. I'm not, I'm not impressed with that. I think we need to do it inside, and that might require a lot of money because I know I talked to Trisha and she mentioned how difficult it is to find planners who want to come work here. Uh, would you be willing to, you know, sacrifice other areas of the budget in order to prioritize hiring a planner, even if it? required a whole bunch of I honestly money? don't think we need to sacrifice anything the the, the building bylaw department uh, department makes lots of money mm. every year to justify one person coming in at say just for for a number we'll call it even a hundred thousand a year as opposed to sixty thousand a year I think I think the hundred thousand is warranted in that that's 650 an hour less than what we're paying. You know, it's not $100 an hour. It's actually even less than that. Um, we have to hire inside and we have to train inside. There's lots of kids that go to school and do that. The, it's not, it's not, I think the view of, of people from out of town, not so much in town, but from out of town is that Minden Hills doesn't want to move forward. The, the the setup with the planner being in Peterborough, having to respond to them mm. and then respond to the township. I don't think it's as hard as everyone's saying to get a planner provided you with the qualifications. You're going to pay less than seven fifty an hour at the end of the day. So, no, that'll be one of my first priorities is, is to get the planning part back up and running within and get it done. And on uh, on the topic of these easy questions, uh, yeah. <laughs> the uh, that brings us to amalgamation. Um, and I know uh, there's been some talk of you know combining different services. I, I don't think planning would be one, but other you know township services could be combined in the future. Um, but that all kind of surrounds the buzzword amalgamation. Where do you stand on uh, the idea of amalgamating Halberton County? Is that something you support? What are your thoughts? I don't. I support it somewhat. Um... I really don't like the idea of, of a county council because I feel the public's input will be lessened. They won't be able to speak out as much. More work for county level councillors, which means I would say probably with amalgamation you're going to see increases in councillors and, and mayor's wages, obviously. It's a big thing. I think actually I, I'm going to I'm going to say that I think the bylaw departments are probably something that could be amalgamated. I think at that level, county level, we, we need to get our bylaws consistent with each other. The same bylaws are in place for each one. They may be a little different, but if we had one standard, you know, system, you can hire bylaw people at the at the county level. I mean, if they want to follow through with this, the, the long-term rentals, that has to be enforced 
and that calls for weekends it calls for more staff one person can't travel the whole even Minden Hills in the summer probably to check everything out so I see it coming yes I don't see it coming in the foreseeable future and so you're kind of saying that some things could be combined like, I, I agree uh, with yeah, that hundred okay. percent perhaps the roads could be again mm-hmm. you can amalgamate everything but you don't have to change what isn't broke mm-hmm. if the guys in Minden the guys in Algonquin Highlands are doing what they're supposed to do but don't change it just call it the county now treat them I think you're still gonna have that my town you have to it's a small town that's this is theirs this is what's important to them that's why they look here and I know little else has stirred as much controversy as the shoreline preservation bylaw um, could you just tell me your thoughts on the on the final document that's been brought in by the county I think they did an admirable job. I think they spent some good time getting everything in place. I think it's a work in progress. I don't think it's done. I think we need to spend a little time on enforcement to get some idea of what we're looking at, what's happening. I mean, we can go by your neighbor's talk and everybody else's talk, but we have someone in there, a staff member as such, they can identify these problems and we can deal with them when we get there. I don't see this issue lessening I see it growing um, it's a document that's uh, in the works I would say I uh, it's a good start I think I think we're gonna be visiting that along with other issues at the at the Minden Hills Council and we'll see that through our our, uh, our mayor and deputy mayor but definitely in the right direction restoration like this I used to cut this grass and it was grass all the way up to here I mean it's working. It's keeping the geese off the, you know, for the most part. Um, and it works. It helps stabilize the banks. It, it, it preserves that, that environment that we want to keep on our lakes clean. It's always going to be a work in progress. Um, and it's always going to be tweaked. There's nothing that can't be changed or brought back to the table. that has been done. Um, there's been some um, cottagers and even some contractors and others who work in the industries who are still saying, you know, it's, it's limiting development, it's limiting the work that they're able to do um, with, uh, with their shoreline, and it could even slow down a lot of these construction uh, projects and, and kind of harm the industry. How do you respond to, to those concerns? Is that something you've heard? I haven't heard that, actually. Um... Well, we can uh, we can come back yeah, to that one. Back yeah, I think think when we're thinking about uh, you know county issues that aren't necessarily just Minden focused, um, the hospitals are one, and I know that's a provincial issue, but um, there you know there's there'd be a possibility of a conversation about um, you know what should have been done in the past, whether that's one county hospital or even amalgamating them now, because I know there's this summer there was a possibility of shutting down certain emergency departments um, in Halliburton or Minden for a certain amount of time. Um, I guess, what are your thoughts on, on the potential amalgamation of the two hospital locations? I know that's something that's not really in mm-hmm. the council's control, but mm-hmm. what comes to mind when you think of healthcare in the county or, or that possibility? Well, I, in Minden in particular, I know the doctor in Minden, they'll, 
Nell mm. uh, is overwhelmed. She has, <laughs> I can't imagine how many patients she has. It's got to be 4,000 plus. Yeah. We've got to get another doctor in Minden, if not more. But I'm, I'm, and I'll be honest with you, I'm not sure what's holding that up in Minden because I know Halliburton's loaded with them. So I don't know whether it's an incentive they get or what it is, but it's definitely an issue we need to talk about. I know also, because I've hit Emerge a few times over the years, you wouldn't believe how many people are coming from Lindsay and further out because our emergency room is so fast. They're waiting six, eight hours down there where they come up here and they wait an hour. Maybe it's worth the drive. And I know that at a funding level, it puts us at a disadvantage because we're dealing with people that aren't actually living here. They're coming up and for that service within the right, I guess, to a degree. But why would you go from, it's a province-wide issue. Why would you go to, from Lindsay, if you live in Lindsay, why wouldn't you go to Lindsay, to the hospital? Because it's too long. So as far as amalgamating, I think, I, th I think the way it's set up now, if, it's, if it remains affordable, um, I like the idea of both uh, hospitals in that, it's going to increase travel time from a lot. It's going to increase how we how we respond as an ambulance or, or anything like that. But I think we need to definitely uh, need to look for more doctors, and we need to. Uh, I'm going to ask the question. Like, I mean, you can't. I really don't know the answer to it because I mean, if, it doesn't bother me that they come from those people. What it what it does, though, is it puts a strain on our health system that doesn't have the tax base that's available to them to run these facilities. I think that's a big problem. Where are you hearing people are coming from, Lindsay? Because I haven't... I've been there. Oh, really? Been okay. there. Fenland yeah. Falls. A lot yeah. of people come here. Oh, really? Oh, okay. oh, absolutely. A lot of people come from Halliburton to Minden because it's quicker. Oh, okay. And vice versa, I'm sure. Oh, hi, How are you, Bill? Nice to see you. I am. Yeah. I used to, uh, I'm just having an interview with Sam here. He's Hi, how you doing? Picking my brain. You got your dinner jacket on. I do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It should be interesting. It should. Yeah. I'm glad you're doing well. Yeah. Here you go. Well, and so we've talked about uh, you know almost a dozen issues here, uh, big picture stuff. But I, I guess I want to let you kind of synthesize it. What's your focus on council? If you had to give me your kind of platform or your running statements, what's most important to you and what would you focus on? Affordable housing, attainable housing is, is top. Short-term rentals is top. All involve housing mm. and, and how it could affect housing. Um, roads, roads is, a, is always an issue. Um, I'd like to see some of these roads that have been put off several years fixed you can look over here and you can see the that's basically a patch job mm -hmm. um roads are expensive there's no doubt about that ridges are even more expensive culverts are expensive it's getting harder and harder to maintain that it's taking more and more of your tax base away just to try and maintain them i don't like the idea of turning back to gravel i think we paid for those uh that came out of tax money that those roads need to be, we're going backwards by gravel. They'll tell you that, uh, people will tell you that it's cheaper in the long run. It might be a little bit cheaper, but you're adding dust control, you're grading 
depending on the road traffic, probably daily. Last time I checked, that grater doesn't have wings on it, so I'm not sure how they're going to get all that done. Then there's dust layer on top of that. So that all adds up. I haven't seen the numbers on that, but I mean, let's let's be honest. Roads are always an issue. They're the most expensive thing to, to deal with apart from housing, obviously. And just on the topic of roads, mm -hmm. while we're there, I know they are expensive, and, and Minden Hills has used a couple of debentures to, to afford some projects like Bob Cajun Road, uh, for example. Uh, do you support using debentures to, to kind of fund these these uh, expensive kind of infrastructure projects? I don't. I don't really. Uh, I understand the debenture for the arena. I get that. But when you look at that debenture, when it's paid off, you're going to be looking at a new facility again, possibly. Um, I don't think that'll happen. I really don't. Uh, it's just the funding to stop. Um, that's, that's a big issue. And so in order to afford it without, I think residential property taxes would have to spike upwards just like they have the past couple of years. What would you yeah. say to the you know, well, taxpayers who'd be like, I don't, I don't well, want to pay more? from what I understand, right now we're inheriting a 9.9% increase from the previous councils. So I want to know what happened there. First of all, it seems to me that they've, they've mm -hmm. uh, what's the word, deferred a lot of work. And now it's going to catch up to us. Do the taxes have to go up? They may have to. Am I a big fan of that? No, not at all. I pay taxes too. I'm on water and sewer. Water and sewer rates going up year after year after year. In five years, I was department head for, well, it was seven years, but in, in the five that I had an input at that level, I kept them at zero. We still had reserves and reserves. We've, we've installed generator, diesel generators at every facility we have. That was done on my term as department head there. The water tower was put in. Highland Gate has expanded. Windover is expanding. I live at Highland Gate and I can tell you when, I, when someone's having a shower in my home and I turn on my tap in the sink, it's a dribble. Oh, okay. Pressure is a problem if we want to keep expanding. We're going to have to put something in. We're going to have to spend some money to fix that. I don't think avoiding it is the answer. I don't feel 100% that I think we can I think we can go after the province more, be more aggressive with the ministers and get some more money up here for the things that we need. I think that's the uh, really the only way. I mean, there's grants out there. They're available. But you got to apply for them and, and, and you got to just keep pushing at the at the provincial level. It's easy for me to say I'm running as a councillor, so I won't be at that level. But you don't know what's going to happen in four years. Maybe I, maybe I decide I want to go for a higher level so I can be more effective at that level. So when, when you're talking about uh, these different priorities, and I just came to mind when you talk about attainable housing, and one of the key methods that municipalities can make housing kind of move forward is providing incentives like uh, breaks on site plan approval, that kind of stuff. I have no problem with that. I have no problem at all. It encourages people to, to turn their homes into residents. Yeah. It's definitely the way to go. It's a win-win situation. What that number is as far as incentive goes, I don't know. That and, would be a, a full open council discussion on that. But And win-win in a certain uh, respect, but then in others, if, uh, if you're not using debentures for roads and you might be missing out on thousands of dollars uh, in you know incentives given to developers or people that are uh, applying for permits to kind of rezone their house for other kinds of housing, 
the municipality could be missing out on a lot of money coming in to fund these well, projects. I'd like to see. Uh, I'd like to see. Uh, what's the word? I'm lacking the word here. Uh, yeah, good questions. Oh no problem. Well, yeah, no. Take your time. Can you read I, that again to me, please? Yeah. So I was thinking the. Um, so if we're talking about giving um, housing incentives, oh, okay. uh, yeah. so, you know, giving incentives for site plan approvals or giving developers breaks on costs, um, which is something the municipality can do to help housing. Absolutely, we can. It uh, it amazes me to this day why Minden Hills does not have development charges. Mm. That that in itself would it would bring a lot of money in. Mm. These people that are developing are making money on these. They're not here to, to do it for nothing. Um, incentives, like again, if we can go back as far as incentives that way, but incentives to the homeowner to, to expand their home, to make it a, an apartment or a room, whatever. Mm -hmm. I think that's definitely an open discussion that, you know, the money not may not be huge. They're going to make money on it, but to get them going, to get them incentive to, to want to do something to help with the housing prices, definitely. Definitely yeah. need to send some money their way. And so we talked about uh, kind of your values and your your platform. Uh, let's say it comes to budget time. What do you rank as the highest kind of priority when you're thinking about how you'd vote on a Minden Hills budget? Uh, building bylaw is a big one. I'll take you off a, a little bit here too. I think more revenue could be could be had. If we had an, uh, an events coordinator that can get things going on weekends, like Halliburton does. We need people to come here because they want to come here. We have a farmer's market. That's great. We used to have concerts at the arena. I'm not, this was back when I was a kid. But it's stopped. It's, it's available in the summer. Why not open it up to more things? I, I guess it's a sports facility, but it doesn't have to be just that, you know? Um, priority would be uh, roads roads but i mean we can't keep putting off because it's going to bite us down the road we got to spend some money if that involves a debenture you're going to have to convince me pretty hard i get the arena as i said but you know that's that's not an answer that's a loan mm -hmm. you're not you're not looking at the best interests of the taxpayer i mean i'll be long gone you'll be retired by the time that arena is paid for i get that i understand that yeah. and and I suppose uh, that all kind of leads into uh, Minden Hills future. And as someone running for council, that's what you're invested in. Absolutely. What, what, where do you see Minden Hills in, in 10 years? I see it, uh, I see it a lot more fuller uh, in, in regards to people retiring, retired people leaving the lakes and coming to Minden. Um, I see housing as a, as a big issue, obviously. Um, I want Minden to be a place that people want to come and 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 visit and stay, use the local amenities, support local business. And I want them to stay here. When they're time to retire, they want to say, I want to go back to Minden and live there because of. I want to increase what people can do in the community itself. And again, I keep going back to Halliburton, but I mean, they're kicking it up there. They really are. It's a wonderful, they're on a main highway of their town. And I get that. 
I'd like to see the BIA come back to uh, to get both the uh, bypass and the people in town mm. back on the same page and, and working for a common goal. They seem, in my mind, to be separated by geographic location. Call it that. I don't want to see the downtown disappear. I'd like to see the boardwalk put back in order. Mm. I mean, we spent millions of dollars on that. We fixed it, and now the wood's rotting. You can't use it. I haven't been able to use it all summer. That's not acceptable to me. When you put something in, this is my biggie. When you put infrastructure in, before you do that, how much is it going to cost you down the road? Can we afford to do it? It's nice to have it, but can we afford to maintain it and keep it? I don't know. But on that topic of the downtown, we haven't really touched on that. Um, it's, you know, fine to say you want to see it thriving. You want to see more businesses back down there. But what are the concrete steps that would get us to that that destination? We've had several downtown restoration projects. They've done well. You know, they, they do well. I really don't know what the single answer is to, to help these people out. Um, again, if you, if, you, if you make the downtown more accessible and more inviting to people, they're going to come there no matter whether there's a Dairy Queen out on the bypass or the liquor or beer store. They're still going to come in and want to walk this walk. And, and and interact with the with the local people. These businesses depend on them. I'm going to say probably eight months of the year now, as opposed to six months of the year. And we we again the BIA should be reformed, and uh, with all with council representation. But I think those ideas, because I'm not a business owner, those ideas have to come from them. All we can do is support them on it as best we can. And I think that's really what it comes down to. What do they see? This this building's been sitting here how long now? Nothing. Yeah. You know, and, and I know there's people interested in that property. There's talk about condos on that property. Again, in order to, to deal with those issues, you have to be on council. But it's an issue that's, that's close to a lot of people. A lot of people want this town. You see all the people walking every day. If we had something going on once a week, even through all winter long, whether it be at the arena and not necessarily hockey, but other events, you know, we have the fur trading. We have the we used to have the flower show. I don't believe we've had it since COVID, mm-hmm. but uh, things like that, things that, uh, and more sidewalk sales possibly. You know, I know it's, and again. I can say all I want about it. The reality is, it's what they want. It's what they think they need or feel they need. And we have to support them in that. Whether they're in town or out on the bypass, it's equal. But the town is very important. Thank God we still have our our banks here in town, so people still have to come in. But. Well, on that note, uh, you mentioned it's, it's what they want. You also mentioned there's some aspects of that. You know, it's a multi-layered question. If, let's say you're on council and you're, you know, that's the goal to revitalize the downtown. Um, how do you, in the past or in council, how do you get the information you need to make a decision? Like as, as a councillor, how would you kind of investigate or how would you kind of coordinate with people to find out what's needed? Well, we're not sitting at a, a BIA media. I'd definitely be uh, open to sitting in on those um, and, and find out what their, what their concerns and, and, and their issues are. I definitely talk to, and that's the best way to talk to people. Again, I say it again. 
it sounds stupid, but put a survey on the website at property owners, at business owners, and ask what their needs and wants are. Not, I guess, I guess the most vocal tend to be the ones that that are aggressive and want change. I think in a laid-back situation like a town, you got to get more people on board with you to push it and and make sure it's a real want and a good thing for the community. It needs research. It needs. Can we afford to do it? If we can afford to do it, can we afford to maintain that structure? And and I mean, the arena is, is a big issue right there. We can't get staff. I mean, the gym's open now. There's a lot more things to do at that site, which means we have to have people on there 24/7, possibly, just to just for cleaning and 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 preparing the place for the next rental. Those are very important. And, and yeah, I suppose those are most of the questions I had. Just lastly. Um, we've talked about, uh, I guess, a lot of your your wishes for Minden, things you'd like to see change. Uh, we didn't really touch on it at the beginning, but why do you love Minden? Why uh, why are you running for council, and and why what's what draws you to this place? What draws me to this place is is the people, mostly. I love this town. I love the people in it. As you can see, I know a lot of people here. It's been a long time, but we've had several people stop and say hello on the way by. I think I can do that with almost everybody. I think if you talk to anybody I dealt with in the 31 years I worked there, any business owner or taxpayer, they'd be quite happy with what they received from me or what I did for them. I'm not bragging, but that's what I was paid to do. That town, this town, has allowed me to buy a home. It's allowed me to live here. It paid my wages. I want to give back to them. I want to, I want to help the town grow. I want, to, I want this town on the map again. And we're just not doing it right now. Perfect. Well, Ivan, it's been a pleasure. Uh, thank you for taking so much of your time. What Are We Doing is a podcast produced by Justin Van Leishout in partnership with The Highlander. Reporters working on this project include me, Sam Gillett, our editor, Lisa Gervais, and Mike Baker. Be sure to follow along as we cover candidates in your riding, as well as everyone running for election across Halliburton County. Music in this episode is from Kashaga, and our cover art is from Jason Yates, who can be found on Instagram at jy.inc.